0: 1. Good afternoon. I'm Lisa Labas and this is the rundown. Former Chicago alderperson Ed Burke and his two co-defendants presented their opening statements today at federal court. My colleague Mariah Wolfel is following the trial and reports Burke's attorney describes him as a dedicated public servant with a hectic schedule who, quote, delighted in making connections with people he thought he could help. The defense for Burke's longtime political aide, Pete Andrews, repeatedly called him part-time Pete, distancing the supposed humble Chicago worker from high-powered politicians and Developer Charles Quay, who is accused of trying to bribe Burke, was described as a good-intentioned Chinese immigrant who thought he could get Burke's legal help. Prosecutors will start to call witnesses to the stand, starting first with an expert who is expected to explain the weedy details of how Chicago government works. Cook County prosecutors say they will no longer let 10 Chicago cops testify in criminal cases after they signed up for an extremist group. An investigative series by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times last month named 10 officers who appeared on a leaked membership list for the Oath Keepers. The Oath Keepers played a big role in the January 6, 2021 riot at the U.S. Capitol. My colleague Dan Mahalopoulos reports Cook County State's attorney Kim Fox has now put the 10 men on a list of cops who will not be called to testify for the prosecution because the defense could question their credibility. New Chicago Police Superintendent Larry Snelling also has promised a stringent investigation into the officers. The National Transportation Safety Board is investigating yesterday's Chicago Transit Authority yellow line train crash. Thirty-eight people were injured. Twenty-three of those people were hospitalized. Three are in serious to critical condition. The Chicago Fire Department says a faster-moving yellow line passenger train ran into a slower-moving snow removal vehicle that was traveling in the same direction on the same track as they both approached the Howard Street station. The Transportation Security Administration is offering tips as people head to the airports for Thanksgiving travel. TSA spokesperson Jessica Maley suggests you should get there at least two hours early. You should also be mindful of deadlines to check bags and board the plane. Maley tells my colleague Alex Degman that flyers still cannot bring more than 3.4 ounces of liquid per item in a carry-on bag, and that can cover a lot of Thanksgiving staples. Cranberry sauce, gravy, wine, uh, mashed potatoes, any food like that, we consider a liquid and needs to be under 3.4 ounces. Or again, you can always put it in your check baggage. Maylee also encourages passengers to pack kindness for TSA agents who will likely be stressed and missing holidays with their own families. She expects more than a million passengers to use O'Hare and Midway airports between now and the Sunday after Thanksgiving. And it's been 10 years since one of the worst tornado outbreaks ever hit Illinois and Indiana. The National Weather Service says 25 tornadoes were confirmed in Illinois on November 17th in 2013. The strongest was an EF4 tornado. It struck Washington, Illinois near Peoria with 190 mile-per-hour winds. Washington Mayor Gary Meniere says the emotional toll of that tornado lingers. I don't think it'll ever be normal. Uh, that's that's kind of a, a tough thing to say. Uh, I think it was probably a couple years before I got uh, to the comfort level that people were really going to stay and rebuild. The tornado led to nearly $1 billion worth of damage in Washington. Weather, a sunny, windy day around Chicago, temperatures falling to the mid-40s by late afternoon and then clear and cold Friday night, a low in the low 30s. And Saturday and Sunday, sunshine, breezy both days with highs in the mid-50s. You can find the latest news wherever you want at WBEZ.org or on your radio at 91.5 FM. I'm Lisa Labez. Thanks for listening.